McCabe on the right side, out top to Harkless. He shoots a three straight away, and he hits it. And the Rebels still battling her down just two with 3.20 to go. It's time to talk all things UNLV with Paloma Villacana. From Fox 5. Wow, got a fancy intro. Well done. I like that as we kick off hour number three of the show, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. And Paloma Villacana does join us from Fox 5. And how about that, Paloma? You got your own intro now. Hey, let's go, Q. I made it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, Mama, Mama, I made it. I got my own intro now. On that nec- Thank you. That was fire. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's awesome. We got this text from Sir Whiskey Ray, who's the San Jose Spartan. Uh, he sent this text earlier. He said, we knew when DeMond was big-headed about UNLV's hot 10-0 start, it would eventually crumble down to reality. Thanks, DeMond. Oh. We appreciate it. Oh. What is going on with the Rebels and, and the shots that they've been taking? They play tough. That game against Boise State was a yeah. tough, close loss, but they're coming up on the wrong end of these games, Paloma. What is going on with the Rebels? I mean, I think that was Sunday night was – I know they came out, you know, with they – didn't, they didn't land on top, but I think that was, like, the, the hardest I've seen them play all season. That game and maybe the New Mexico, the New Mexico game. But um, Kevin wanted to see his guys come out swinging. You know, they, they, they lost a few, and they're kind of in a slump right now, but he wanted to see his guys – come out swinging after San Diego State and, and losing to San Jose State at home. Um, and, and that's what they did. I mean, they came out, Jordan McCabe was shooting lights out, uh, Keyshawn Hall, Shane Noel, EJ Harkless, Justin Webster, David Mawaka. I mean, the, the whole roster was, was doing well. And they were down two starters. You know, they were mm-hmm. down two starters in Boise, hostile environment. It was a packed arena. It was a Sunday night. Um, and, and Boise's really talented too. So to to go toe to toe with Boise, um, to to bring that fight on defense, uh, you know they were hanging in with with Boise the entire night. Um, so so in my opinion, I think the Running Rebels made a step forward. You know, made a step forward defensively, um, and and may, I'm, I'm hoping that this this performance can carry over. Air Force on Friday night and, and that these guys can finish out the season strong. You know, the one thing that you don't want to see happen is when a team is going through struggles and losing games, back-to-back games, you don't want to see them hanging their heads. What's the spirits like of the players on the on the Rebel squad? Yeah, I mean, they're just, you know, unsatisfied, I would say. Definitely unsatisfied. And, um, you know, there, there's still a lot of work to do. You know, the tournament is, is right around the corner. Um, and they still got they still got Air Force. Utah State and and Reno and those are all uh, Air Force is not, is not doing really well but Utah State Reno those are good teams um, that they got left and then they got the tournament so it, it's kind of all on the line right now for UNLV I mean every every possession you know every second out there is, is going to matter for these guys and where they want to go with uh, their postseason so um, I think EJ Harkless and a lot of the fifth year seniors kind of know that. They've been a little injured, you know, um, with EP Elijah Parquet down and, and Luis Rodriguez down. Um, you know, those are two guys they really need down the stretch. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think these guys are ready to get back to work. They host Air Force on Friday night. You know, they, they should get a dub over Air Force at home at the Thomas and Mac. Um, but we've kind of seen the running Rebels, I, I don't know, maybe like not play as hard at home than they have on the road. That's my opinion. I'm seeing more of a fight from them on the road at Utah State, at, at Boise, 
um, than I am at home. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that's maybe, you know, the, the road environment is a little bit crazier than Thomas and Mac, but, um, you know, I, I hope to come out on top Friday night. Yeah, they, they need to get this dub on Friday and finish off the season really strong with two games, as you mentioned, Utah, Utah State and Reno, both really, really tough games. Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, she's our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Go ahead, Damon. How is Coach Kruger taking this season? Because if you look at just the pure winning percentage, the team is doing better than they were last season, but obviously not in the Mountain West standing. So how has Coach Kruger been with this, um, I'll just say it, lackluster performance in conference play? Yeah, I mean, 5-10 and ten in conference play, that's not good. I mean, that's they're not happy about it. The guys aren't happy about it. Kevin Kruger is not happy about it. You know, at practice, you know, they're, they're back to work at practice. And, um, you know, we talk to the players, and they're just like, you know, we, we, we need to keep fighting. We need to keep fighting. We need to keep working. Um, and, and I think that's something that Kevin has been struggling with this season is is trying to keep the morale of the team high, trying to, he told me he's trying to still, um, you know, make sure the guys are coming out confident, coming out um, ready to go down the stretch of the season when they've dropped three in a row now. Um, so so keeping that confidence and, and keeping that consistency, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to consistency and, and coming out um, and playing hard, you know, every game, every possession. Um, and, and, you know, that's what the running Rebels want to do to close out the season. I know it's too late in the season to ask a question like this, but being consistent, who are the running Rebels' most consistent player this time of year right hmm. now? Well, I feel like we're starting to see some of the bench players uh, kind of step up. Uh, Shane Noel, the sophomore transfer from Arizona, he, he dropped 14 points. Um, I feel like he's, he's been on the bench, and, and he's really stepped up. Um, you know, Justin Webster is always is always clutch from the corner. Um, you know, EJ Harkless is is giving it his all every, every single night. You know, he he plays physical um, on both ends of the court, and um, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, David Mawaka is is starting to bring a fight. Um, you know, be be aggressive at the rim. So, um, you know, it's just a forty minute fight. It's a forty minute fight, and and to see them come out and maybe lack that fight sometimes on, on the defensive end at, at Fresno State um, against San Jose State. So, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to fighting for 40 minutes um, and, and playing with consistency right now. I know that maybe the team isn't already saying it, but maybe are you hearing some whispers? Or is the team already looking forward to, hey, if we want to make the big tournament, if we want to make it to the big dance, we've got to win the conference tournament outright? Yeah, I think I think it's one game at a time, as we all know. You know, their next game is is the biggest game. But um, yeah, I mean, they they want to put themselves in a good position to to win the Mountain West tournament. Um, and, and they've come close. They've come close in these games against Utah State, against Boise. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of some other close games this season that they've they've dropped close games to. So. Um, you know, if, if they can come out on top and, and execute and, you know, finish strong, then, then they'll have a chance to win it. So, you know, there's been a couple close games this season. They, and then, of course, we've seen, you know, they knocked off New Mexico and, you know, they, they had a close game against Boise. So um, Kevin Kruger is just trying to tell his team, you know, they have it in them. You know, they had that historic start to the season. Um, they just need to go out there with confidence. And he, he keeps telling me, you know, just go out there swinging. 
No doubt. Paloma Villacana is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. We're talking all things UNLV, and I'd be dismissed if I didn't uh, ask you about Ryan Keeler. We found out on Monday that he mm-hmm. passed away, the young man on the football team, uh, unresponsive mm-hmm. in his apartment. Uh, I know that's something that's tough to talk about from the program's uh, point of view, but what are you hearing about how, they're, how the community is dealing with the passing of a young student-athlete? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a shock to everyone. On Monday, I was flying in from Boise on Monday afternoon, and I'm at the airport, and my phone is is just blowing up um, with just, you know, I'm just seeing everything on on social media. Um, So I made a few phone calls and start texting people like, hey, what's going on? What can I do to, to help you guys and, you know, be there for you? Like, whatever you guys need, let me know. Um, you know, how can I respectfully, um, you know, find out as much information as I can? Um, unfortunately, right now, um, you know, they're investigating how, how the young man passed away in his apartment um, on Monday. And, and so they're waiting for um, tests and blood work and all that to, to, you know, be finalized in the next coming weeks. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's awful to hear, yeah. you know, a young man pass away at 20 years old. Um, you know, Austin Ajake, Adam Plant Jr., a lot of the guys on defense, you know, only spoke about his potential, um, his positive personality, his smile, his leadership, his work ethic. Um, you know, Coach Odom was fired up. Um, I think he was, you know, one of the one of the guys who was, you know, recognized as a leader on the team. So, um, you know, any anytime a young man, uh, anyone passes away at, at such a young age mm-hmm. um, with so much potential and, you know, their whole life ahead of them. Um, you know, my heart goes out to the UNLV community and, and Ryan Keeler's family. Yeah, absolutely. Ours as well. And, and that was something when I saw it come along and then the statement from UNLV, it's just like your heart drops because you never want to hear mm-hmm. about that or see Awful. that from anyone young in any community. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just especially it, it hits home when it's right here in front of us. So Coach Odom, new head coach of the football team, uh, he's got mm-hmm. a lot of trials and tribulations to deal with on the field that he's working with. But now this is added to the mix. How has Coach Odom just kind of really helped his team try to uh, gather their emotions and, and through this, uh, this tragic time? Yeah, what I've seen from Odom is he's really embracing our community. He's really embracing the city of Las Vegas. Um, He came into the Fox 5 studios and did an hour and a half show and brought the entire, his entire building into our studio. We didn't even have room to fit all of them. (laughs) Um, So that just shows how much he really does care about this city, this community. Um, We've seen his entire coaching staff, you know, visit all the high schools. Um, you know, meet face to face with coaches and players. Um, and that's so important. And so, um, he seems like a family man. He seems like a really humble, uh, uh, a nice man. So, you know, I, I'm sure that the players are, um, excited for, for what he has and, and all, and everything he has in store for, for UNLV and spring balls coming up on March 1st. Yep. So that's, that's when we'll really get to get a close up look at, you know, what talent he's brought to this team. Um, the coaching staff that he's brought, and uh, the work the work that he has ahead of him to to get the Rebels going in the right direction. Speaking of the Rebels, let's turn our conversation to the UNLV Lady Rebels as they Woo! got that Man. Mountain West regular season championship. Yeah. What was the atmosphere like in that game as they solidified that regular season championship? What's really special about Lindy LaRock's team is that she has three local players um, on her team, and, and she's she's a local, she's native. Um, so you know you have that kind of like 
the it's all it almost feels like a high school basketball game, like where it's crazy and the atmosphere is loud and everyone's you know right there on the court. Um, and for them to win the the regular season title at the Thomas and Mac, um, it was a great crowd, great atmosphere, had a very like local, intense, uh, exciting uh, atmosphere. And then after each game, Lindy invites the entire uh, you know stands to come down and and sign autographs and take pictures with her Lady Rebels, which is awesome. Um, it's the first time in my life that I've seen female athletes, you know, just swarmed with fans around them um you know desi ray young is signing like hundreds of autographs and i can't even get to the athletes for a post-game interview (laughs) because every single home game they are swarmed deep with young girls young athletes young um local athletes there's the aces are there you know so it's it's just an awesome atmosphere if you haven't been to a ladies a Lady Rebels game this season, you have to go. The The atmosphere is crazy. And then after, you know, you get to go down on the court and, you know, introduce yourself to Lindy and she'll come up to you and say hi to you and, you know, talk to you and meet your family. So it's just an overall great atmosphere. And it's it's exciting to see what Lindy's doing this season and, and the Lady Rebels still undefeated in conference play. Undefeated in conference play. And if you go to the game on Thursday, they're going to have the back-to-back shirts for the back-to-back seasons as the Mountain West regular season champions. So, Paloma, I've got to ask. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to the game. Can you secure one of these back-to-back oh, T-shirts for Jeez. me? I can't. I can't. I'll grab you one. I'll grab everyone one if they want. Yeah, I'll be there. Tomorrow night at 6.30, they host uh, they host Utah State at the Cox Pavilion. So, um, yeah, it should be fun. And, and honestly, it's just fun to watch the Lady Rebels. I mean, they got some, some ballers on that team, Essence Booker and Desiree Young and Alyssa Durazo-Fresca. So they were a lot of fun to watch last year in the NCAA tournament. So um, I'll, I'll, I want to see the run they make this year. Yeah, and, and that's how I wanted to close things out, Paloma. What are your expectations? I mean, again, they're undefeated in conference play, fantastic year, back-to-back, of course. Lindy LaRock is a hell of a coach, got a hell of a team. What are your expectations for the, the Lady Rebels when they get to the tourney? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it'll be exciting to see them play, uh, you know, talent, talented. Uh, not that the Mountain West is, is not talented, but – I mean, UNLV is blowing these teams out by like 20, you know, 20 points, 30 points. Um, so I want to see them go up against, you know, a, a really talented team from the Big 12 or the Pac-12 um, and, and kind of see them go at it um, in a chippy back and forth game. And that's that's how the Arizona game was last year. I mean, yep. it was back and forth. The Lady Rebels were up in the fourth quarter. Um, it was intense. And and that's what I want to see. But, you know, Lindy Lindy has that experience under her belt. You know, they, they went to the tournament last year. And, um, you know, Lindy LaRock's been to four Final Fours. So, um, you know, she has that talent. You know, she she's a great leader for, for that team. So I think the Lady Rebels will, will come out rolling. And I know they all have a chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, they all tell me that they want to um, – they weren't happy how last year finished in Arizona. So, so they're going to come out swinging – in the, the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I remember the disappointment from last year's uh, loss there in Arizona. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, Paloma, wasn't Mark Davis in attendance of that game last year? He was. He was. Yep. Yeah, and it was it was awesome to see him. I think he was there with maybe another, maybe Nikki Fargus. I can't yeah. remember. Um, but I think there was someone else from the Aces there with him. Um, but that was, that was awesome to see him there in, in support of the Lady Rebels. I'm sure the Aces 
I'm sure they'll show up to to the NCAA tournament too. Um, Jackie Young has been at like a handful of games this season, and um, Becky Hammond and, and and the rest of the team have have come out to a game too. So it wouldn't surprise me if if Mark Davis and a, and a couple other people are are sitting courtside or. Um, you know, some it, it's the Lady Rebels. I mean, they're right. starting to draw some big names to their games. So no doubt, no doubt. Fun. Well, we just got our uh, our credentials approved for the Mountain West Conference. So uh, yeah. for, the, for that tournament, so uh, we'll be in attendance there, and uh, hopefully, I'm able to make it out there. Every time I get ready to go, something happens, but uh, <laughs> I'm working on it. So looking yeah. forward to the tournament. Looking forward to the big tournament for the Lady Rebels because well, yeah. they deserve that uh, that shine and and of course that attention. Mm-hmm. Well, Paloma, what do you got coming out of the Reb Zone? What should we be looking out for that you got coming up? Yeah, just another busy week with with the Lady Rebels um, and and the Running Rebels. You know, we'll we'll hear more from from the UNLV football players on on you know the passing of their teammate and just them getting ready for spring ball uh, around the corner. So um, yeah, I mean the basketball season is is the regular season's winding down. So now we're we're starting to get ready for the Mountain West tournament. Um, and and postseason play, and you know it's going to be here before we know it. Right, and then spring ball, as you mentioned, March first. Yeah, March first yeah. getting started. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> do you know? And and I don't know the answer mm-hmm. to this. Do you know? Did any of the rebels get invited to the combine? Any of the football players get invited to the combine? I know. I know. Um, you know, that's a good question. I need to reach out to a few of them. I know their pro days coming up. Yeah. Um, so I think Austin Anjike and a couple other guys are, are going to be at UNLV's Pro Day. Okay. Um, but I need to keep in touch with them. I haven't heard of anyone, um, you know, heading out to the Combine. If it would be, my guess would be Austin Anjike, the, the former linebacker. But right. I'll have to get in touch with him. But, I mean, fingers crossed that there's no snow on UNLV's Pro Day, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that part. Like, you never know what to dress like now in Vegas. <laughs> no, you really don't. I mean, it was snowing a couple hours ago, and now it's sunny outside. Yeah. Go figure. I mean, like, Damn. what the hell is really going on? So I feel like I'm in Texas again where the weather can't make up its exactly. mind of what it wants to do. Exactly. <laughs> so. That's why I moved out here to Vegas, to get away from that weather, you know? Right. Exactly. Well, Paloma, fantastic <laughs> stuff as always. We appreciate you. Keep up the great work, and we'll talk next week. Sounds good. Bye, guys. There she goes. Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports. Fantastic job. And I should have done uh, some due diligence and been on my game and checked to see if uh, any UNLV Rebels are going to be at the scouting combine. Of course, we'll do that a little bit later. We will be there next week. Excited about that. Uh, have an opportunity to go out there and take Raider Nation Radio 920 with us. 420 is the time. We have no more guests the rest of the way, so we have plenty of time for your calls, your texts. we got Cover 3. we got plenty coming up as we close out the show strong. It's what we do. It's Raider Nation Radio 920. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. 424 is the time. Coming up at 5 o'clock at the top of the hour, we just talked all things UNLV with Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports. Where we have Coach Kruger, Coach Kevin Kruger, his coach's show. will be live from Orleans at the Ballywick. Starting at 5 o'clock, and you can hear that right here on Radio Nation Radio 920. So you see how we tied all that together? Uh, I mentioned Orleans at the stop, top, stop of the show, top of the show. Uh, excited about our opportunity that we're going to have here with the radio station and uh, everything that they've got cooking for the upcoming NFL season that has to do with the Raiders and everyone here locally and everyone who comes into town quite a bit, how we did a lot of different parties at the Rockstar uh, previous years. Uh, we're going to have a lot of different events that we're going to have going on at the Orleans uh, at different locations inside the Orleans. So lots of good things are on the way, Raider Nation. Trust me on that. Very excited. But coming up at 5 o'clock, the top of the hour, Coach Kevin Kruger's Coaches Show will be uh, right here on this airwaves on Raider Nation Radio 
920. Uh, also, excited about next week. Got the confirmation today. We've been talking about it. We mentioned it a few times today, but uh, just got the confirmation today from the NFL that we will be in attendance at a scouting combine. I actually fly out late Sunday night, uh, and then we'll be there all week, Monday through Friday, and fly back to Vegas on Saturday morning. So it's going to be a long week of, of grind. It's going to be Super Bowl light, but there's going to be a lot of opportunity on Tuesday Coach uh, Josh McDaniels is going to talk to the media, so we'll have plenty of sound from that. Uh, also, we'll get Dave Ziegler, the GM, I believe, on Wednesday. But there's going to be a lot of different NFL um, insiders there. There's Obviously, all the teams are going to be represented. There's going to be a whole lot of good stuff that we'll be able to bring to the table next week. So look forward to that. Uh, Raider Nation Radio 920 will be at the Scouting Combine, and we'll be there all week long. Vinny Bonsignor also, who you can hear on the morning tailgate, he'll be there as well. So we'll do some collaborations with him. Uh, very excited about the opportunity. It'll be the first combine that I've ever gone to, so that's a new experience for me, but uh, we're ready to go, man. I'm locked and loaded, excited about it. Uh, I know that it kind of came through at the last second, but last second is better than no second, so we'll take it, and we'll definitely make sure it happens. We have a spot on Radio Row there. Uh, you know, the Raiders will be there, of course, and uh, just excited about everything that we'll be able to bring to the table here on Raider Nation Radio 920 coming up next week from Indianapolis, the scouting combine, and then our next big trip. We'll be at the end of April where we head to Kansas City for the NFL draft. And uh, depending on what happens between now and obviously free agency and whatever the Raiders decide to do at the quarterback position, uh, right now they have the number seven overall pick. And I'm not saying that they won't have the number seven overall pick when it's all said and done, but you just never know how it's going to shake out. But either way you look at it, we'll definitely be on hand for you know the first round, potentially the first and second round of the uh, NFL draft coming up in uh, the end of April live from Kansas City. Also, we found out today that Damon Cotton is going to be doing a color commentary for the XFL, the Vegas Vipers. Harry Ruiz will be the play-by-play voice, and Damon will be side-by-side -side with him. That's exciting. Another step that we're taking here at Raider Nation Radio 920, you can hear those home games right here on our airwaves. So uh, some more football to, to bring you and more activity, and we're out and about, and that's, that's our goal. That's my goal, to make sure everyone uh, in the radio station is busy, busy, busy covering everything that we've got going on and bringing you as much content as possible. So DeMond's going to be out there doing color commentary, which means he's going to be up and close around those players. A lot of the players have aspirations to get back to the NFL. He'll be out there talking to coaches, coaches that have either come from the NFL, Hall of Famers like Rod Woodson. I mean, he's going to be in the mix. You're going to be busy, dude. <laughs> you're going to be a busy guy, and uh, you're going to have a lot of fun, but uh, it's going to be a lot of grind as well. So just, again, more content, more content, more content that we continue to bring and continue to develop. Raider Nation Radio 920 took it from the ground, and now we're starting to continue to build this thing up. And in you know five to ten years, I think this is going to be a monster, one of the biggest monsters when it comes to radio. And I'm so excited about the challenge that is in front of us. So that's just a few housekeeping notes that we have here today for you. 428 is the time. Let's go out to the phone line, 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Raider Red. I'm wearing my red polo today. Raider Red, what's up, brother? <laughs> what's going on, guys? How we doing? Good. We're blessed, man. We're blessed. That's good to hear, man. I just wanted to touch bases uh, with you folks on a couple of things. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, congratulations to DeMond and Harry. Um, and I uh, just want to say, you know, you know I, I've been going back and forth with this Aaron Rodgers thing, and here's <laughs> the conclusion I've come, come up with, okay? We, we cannot look to have, um, give up as much as we're looking to give up or we're talking about giving up for a quarterback who may – be here two years, you know, mm -hmm. he, he's not sure if he wants to continue playing year to year. Right. I don't think we're in a situation 
um, as as Raiders to to have a quarterback who does that. What we need to do, honestly, we need to sit back. Whoever falls, if, if C.J. Stroud or a quarterback, you know, like that falls to us, not Levis, not Richardson. I'm sorry, I just don't like the inconsistency of Levis. I don't like the the fact that Richardson has started for one year. It reminds me of the Chicago quarterback a couple of years ago, uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I, oh, yeah. I just don't like one-year starters. You know what I mean? I, I mm-hmm. want to see some history. I want to see some, some, the fact that you've proven that you can do it. We need to sit back, um, 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 and if C.J. Stroud or someone like that falls to us at seven, take them. If not, we need to move back as much as we possibly can and stack picks as much as we possibly can um, so that we can build out the rest of our roster. Now, I called last week and I said something, and I could tell that everyone was frowning at what I was saying. Um, <laughs> but, but this week, I'm hearing people talk about it more and more, and that is building out the roster, going with the quarterback like Stidham. And I don't believe Stidham is a, a, a starter in this league. Um, um, Stidham did well that first game that he started because that's what backups do when no one has any type of film on them. Mm-hmm. And then the second game where they got a little bit of film on them, he didn't do so well. So, But I'd love to go with him anyway just because, like I said last week, and everyone's jumping on the bandwagon now, start looking to the quarterback class next year, okay? Because I, I, I just really feel that we have so many weaknesses that we just need to just go out and address those and build our roster for the long term. We can't think about the uh, uh, the pie in the sky like they mentioned earlier today. We have to think about the long term. We need to think about these Kansas City man. I mean, those guys have been um, doing their thing for, what, four years, five years now? And we still are going to have to deal with them for the next three, four years, five years? Mm-hmm. We need to have a roster that can compete um, year in and year out, not get an Aaron Rodgers and go to the playoffs or um, um, this year um, and next year or this year or next year, and then we're not heard of. No, we need to build our roster so that every year we're competing. Okay. I like it. Let me ask you this question before we let you go. I, I, let me ask you this question because we, we talked about the Jared Stidham situation yesterday. Uh, if he was a starter in 2023, what would your expectations be for the silver and black? Like, what do you think that their win-loss record would be with Stidham as quarterback? Ooh, and this is um, when I talked about unpopular opinion, this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not going to do well. We're talking right. about, you know, four and, and uh, 13, five and 12. We're not going to do well, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to fill out our roster, our, our defense. Hopefully we'll get off the field. Our offense, unfortunately, will not. We'll need to upgrade there. A quarterback is going to make a difference, hopefully. And then next year we will be positioned so that we can go after a quality, quality quarterback. That, that's my opinion. I know that it's not popular, but, you know, I, 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 I think that's keeping longevity um, in mind. All right. Hey, fair enough. Thank you for the call, Raider Red. I do appreciate you, and uh, thanks for bearing with me and, uh, and, you know, dealing with the question as well. And that's the thing. You know, I mean – I don't have high expectations if Jared Stenham is a starter, and that's not a disrespect to him. I just I look at him as a really good backup, a guy that I think is a guy uh, that could go in there in a pinch and help out and, and do what he did last season, right? He started two games. I thought he did a good job. It wasn't fantastic, but I think he did a good job and gave the Raiders opportunities to win. Now, they didn't win the game, especially that one against the 49ers. They had an opportunity to win, just weren't able to pull it off. But 
I don't know, and maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know if a guy like Devontae Adams is going to want to stick around for a, a season that might win four, five, six, seven games, right? I, I feel like Devontae Adams, talking to him every game, following every game last season, at least all the home games, he's a guy who wants to win. He's a guy who went to the Raiders not just to play with his buddy, but to win for his, his team that he grew up a big fan of, and he wants to win. So I don't know if that's going to want to you know, keep him around or are they going to go with the full, all right, it's a 100% absolute rebuild the whole thing up and let's go and get as many assets as we can for as many great players as we have. You know, I think if that was the case, I think Josh Jacobs is no doubt be out of there. Um, you know, I think that that would be, give an opportunity for the Raiders to move on from Darren Waller, maybe move on from Hunter Renfro as well. I mean, if you're going to tear it down, tear it all the way down to the, the bare bones, right, the, 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 the nuts and bolts of the whole situation. I don't want to see that. Like, like Raider Red said, it's not a popular opinion. It's not. But that's okay. Popularity is not, it's not about a popular answer here on our show. We're not worried about if it's popular or not. I, I just want your honest opinion, and I appreciate it. I really do. And that's a reality that might end up happening. And, you know, Dave Ziegler was on the Bustin' with the Boys, uh, you know, podcast, and DeMond did a great job of getting the sound bites, uh, you know, for us and, and bring us a few of the sound bites. And, you know, what really stood out to me, was when he was talking about the quarterback position, and they asked me, uh, or not asked me, but asked him a, a question about the quarterback, about having to be right, you know, moving on. And, and he basically let it be known that there might not be an immediate answer to, uh, to the quarterback position. Here's what Dave Ziegler had to say, just in case you missed it. That's the reality of it, because it's the quarterback. Right. It's the most important position on the team. I mean, it really is. Yeah. So, like... Um, yeah, like the, at the end of the day, like I'm in charge of myself and, you know, our group, we're in charge of um, filling the most important position on the team. And so, yeah, there's some, you know, there's, um, there's some, uh, there's some pressure that comes along with that. And, and however we fill it, it doesn't mean we're going to have an immediate answer, you know, this year, you know what I mean? And so, um, but at the end of the day, we have to have an answer. Right, you know, in some form or fashion, you know, and so yeah, there's pressure that comes along with it, and and um, again, that's also part of the excitement too, is that pressure, is finding that guy, um, and uh, you know, that'll be the next task. There's Dave Ziegler on the Bus with the Boys podcast. Just wanted to bring that up after Raider Red said that you know, hey, it might be the Jared Stidham show. It very well could be the Jared Stidham show. They don't do well, and we've talked about it. The the quarterback draft class is way better uh, coming up next year. But as I've mentioned before, if you're in position to pick one of those guys, then something went terribly wrong as far as I'm concerned, right? I mean, maybe if that's the plan, then, then it didn't go wrong. But as far as I'm concerned, I feel like most of Raider Nation is where I'm at. They want to see wins, right? <laughs> ain't worried about building for the future. Hell, what did Rachel Barbo tell us uh, when, we were at the, when we were at the Super Bowl? She said, we're walking each other home, right? We ain't guaranteed that, <laughs> that, that there's going to be a, a next year or a year after that. You know, we ain't ever, none of us are guaranteed uh, to be here tomorrow, man. I want to I, I, I get mine now. I want to see mine now. I want to see some wins. I want to see some playoffs. I want to see everything because next year, year after that, year after that, ain't guaranteed for me, you, or anyone else, right? I mean, we just don't know. Right, we're all walking each other home, like Rachel Barbo told us. So uh, I, I'm not—I know the team has to prepare for the future, but I, just again being selfish, would love to see this team win immediately. And I believe that most of Raider Nation would love to see the team win immediately as well. Let's go out to Houston in LA. Uh, he's on the phone lines right now. Thanks for the call, brother. What's on your mind? Hey, hey, what's happening, Big Q? How y'all doing over there, man? Uh, we're blessed, man. We're blessed. Oh, excellent, excellent. I just think um, <clears throat> yesterday. I made a comment about like Cleb Williams and 
I heard a brother a little later on say, you know, I, he wasn't directing it to me, but it kind of felt that way. He was saying, oh, man, you know, a lot of fans thinking that, that they're, uh, it's all about next year and they're not thinking about the immediate. Man, I'm thinking about the immediate at the same time. I'm trying to come up with good solutions uh, because, right. like, a lot of people, bro, like, they just don't. I mean, I, I love my Raider Nation brothers and sisters, but they don't get it sometimes when they hear somebody talk and they don't listen good enough and then, you know, make them look stupid. But <laughs> what, I, what I am saying is, is that I think we could do two things, man. I think we can still try to go with a serviceable quarterback without breaking the bank, trying to go all the way up for some Khalil, I mean, for, for some cat from Ohio State. That ain't that ain't touching Khalil Williams, man. He ain't nowhere near him, dude. Nowhere near him. Khalil Williams is the closest thing, in my opinion, to Patrick Mahomes, but bigger. And that's what we need to compete in this AFC West. So if this other cat was talking about as far as, yeah, we need to think about the now, the here and now, I'm thinking about the here and now because we need a serviceable quarterback to get us by because ain't, ain't none of those quarterbacks that we pick up this year are going to be better than Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about something for our immediate future. I ain't talking about just tank the season. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just do respectable moves, man, to the point where if Aaron Rodgers is going to cost the first and the second or even a second, man, I liked Aaron Rodgers at first. And, yeah, I do want him to come over and be a winner and all that good stuff, but I ain't got no time to think about, oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to be a Raider in about a couple months. I don't know if I – man, we ain't got time for that. So if, you know, people are talking about winning now, you got to have the proper pieces and entities set up to win now. And then if, you know, we do have that, then that's great. And I also mentioned build-up defense. All those are keys – to trying to, you know, put yourself in a proper place because guess what? You can't do all this stuff in one year with all the holes and stuff we missing. Now, if they do, man, I'm going to pat them in the back. I'm going to call y'all back. I'm going to be like, wow, man, they did all this within one year. You know, it's possible. But yeah. at the same time, the best quarterback out of all of them is Williams out of USC. That's all I was saying. Gotcha. Hey, good stuff. Good stuff. Not mad at you at all, man. And I get it. You know, there's so many, like I said so many times, there's so many different ways to look at this. There's so many different ways that you can size it up. There's so many different ways to attack this, right? You could attack it for the now. You could attack it for the future. We've talked about that. How do the Raiders win right now and also build for the future? There is a way to do it. It's not ideal, and it's not the easiest to pull off. And like you mentioned, there's a lot of holes that the team has to fill. But there, in my opinion, there's chance. There's a way that they can win right now and still have a, enough in the tank to be able to build for the future. Which a lot of that has to do with hitting on their draft picks, the majority of their draft picks. But they've got to have a trigger man. They've got to have a, a you know an, another guy uh, that can go out there and deliver the rock, and they can feel like that they can go out there and compete with the likes of Patrick Mahomes, with the likes of Justin Herbert, with the likes of Russell Wilson, with. Joe Burrow, with Josh Allen, with Lamar Jackson, with Tua Tagovailoa. With, you know what I mean? With the AFC in general. The thing is a dog. Kenny Pickett, I don't think he's great, but I think Pittsburgh's going to be better. <laughs> right? I mean, the AFC is no joke. So I just I think there's a lot to like about what the Raiders could potentially have going on. But, again, like Dave Ziegler said, and like I think everyone has said, we also want to see the team be really good for years to come, where it's not just a one year they're good and then, all right, they're off for another three or four years. That's that's too – unfortunately, it's been too many times where that's happened. 2016, then they fall off till 2021. Then they fall off till when? When's the next time they're going to make a playoff run? Like, you don't want to have that four-year gap 
or five-year gap in between playoff uh, you know, bursts and then one and done on top of that. That ain't fun for anybody. Raider Rock, Seoul, Korea, you're up next. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, what's up? First of all, just to let you know, I was listening to you guys. Um, you know, in Seoul, Korea, uh, if you left your phone on your table while you were in a coffee shop or something, you'll find it when you come back. So <laughs> it depends on the neighborhood that you're in. Right? So. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, when I heard that, I was like, eh, you know, kids fit right in them. Uh, you know that's how they, that's how people hold tables at coffee shops. You know they they toss their mobile phone right on the desk while they they go make an order and you know nothing happens. So me being the American, when I first got here, I'm like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. Could you look at my? Uh, could you keep an eye on my desk while you know on my computer? And they're all looking at me like, you know, who is who is this guy? You know, and they're like, <laughs> oh, okay, we will. You know, we don't right. steal here. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well. So, I mean, it must be all the CCTVs anyway. There you so, go. Yeah. So, going back to to the issue, like, I, I really feel like the, their plan A was Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the naysayer or the skeptic, but just, you know, my nature being what I am, you know, being, you know, being in the legal field and dealing with a lot of people who, who don't always tell truths or, or whatever, or people flipping their, their minds. If, if that was the case, if they had a solid plan, I, I you know, other than that, I, I don't think they would have gotten rid of Dave, uh, Derek Carr. You know, and I don't know if, how much credence that you or Damon give to the story that, you know, uh, jo- Josh McDaniels and, and Derek Carr had a, had a falling out because Derek was calling will play at the line, trying to, you know, in his mind, win, and not not necessarily doing that or not. But, you know, if if that's the case, if there's any legs to that, then, I, you know, I just feel like you know, they didn't have the right plans in place. And I'm kind of surprised that all of these Raider fans talking about, you know, well, we need to build for the future, build for the future for this particular regime, because they weren't saying that, you know, all the time that, you know, you've been on the air, you've been on the podcast, everyone's like, I'm sick of it now, I want to win, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And everyone's given this regime, like, a, you know, a, a, a real long, a long time period, you know, compared to what other people have had. I'm just like, you know, there's a big halo effect in what, you know, what they supposedly did in, in uh, New England. But, you know, if you look at, if you look at this regime's record, when they didn't have, or when they weren't affiliated with Tom Brady, what's their record? You know, they had Mac Jones, um, you know, his rookie year, you know, carried by the defense in the running game. I mean, you know, I just think, like, we're giving him too much credit for, for being able to build up a, a, a quarterback. And, and I'm just concerned that they actually don't have a plan in place. And if they don't get an Aaron Rodgers, we're going to be stuck with Jared Stidham. And, you know, I, I would have rather taken Derek Carr's 31-30 to 30 loss over the blowout that Stidham showed, you know, in his second, ga- you know, in his second game against the, the Chiefs. I mean, you know, at least we had a punch of champs there, and we were actually winning before we got knocked out. So I, 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 I'm a little bit more skeptical about, about you know, the quote-unquote plan that, that's not being talked about by – 
by the people because I, I, I don't know if they actually have a plan. There you go. Hey, good stuff. Raider Rock, Seoul, Korea. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate you. And that's the question. That's the question that we've been throwing out there. You know, I, I, I find it hard to believe. I had this tweet earlier today. I find it hard to believe that guys that are in the position that they're in, Dave Ziegler, Champ Kelly, Josh McDaniels and company, I, I find it hard to believe that they don't have a plan or the plan that they feel like is going to work in their mind. I don't think they'd be in that position if they didn't. Like, they didn't, they didn't just show up to work and it's like, all right, so – uh. What are we going to do for the next three hours? Like, some guys do radio like that. Not me. Not this guy. I mean, I <laughs> I live, breathe, sleep, all this stuff. Like, this, DeMond will tell you, there's no hour that is sacred to me. I'm like, no, we're always talking about the show. It's always about the show. But some guys do radio where they just show up and they wing it. I, I find it hard to believe that the front office is going to try to wing it. They've got to have a plan. We just don't know what it is. 4.46 is the time. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, close out the show. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Just got a few minutes here to close out the show on this great Wednesday. Crazy the weather, man. It's all windy and cold and snowy, and now it's sunny outside. Go figure, right? What a day in Las Vegas. Coming up at 5 o'clock, top of the hour, Coach Kruger, Coach Kevin Kruger's coaches show from the Orleans, the Ballywick. You can hear it right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Of course, they're preparing for their final three games of the regular season, then they get ready for the Mountain West Conference Tournament. And matter of fact, we're getting ready for the Mountain West Conference Tournament. We give out tickets each and every day, and I haven't given out any yet. So why don't we go ahead and hustle up and give those out. Call number nine right now, 702-365-9200. We're going to get you hooked up with a pair of tickets, but more importantly, in to win a VIP package that will get you to all the games, get you hooked up with food, get you hooked up with drinks, get you hooked up with parking. It's over $1,500 package that we're going to get you in to win, uh, but we're going to lace you up with a pair of tickets for sure. So call number nine right now at 702-365-9200. Of course, DeMond is standing by. He'll definitely take care of you with all your information and everything, and he'll let us know who the winner is. So thank you, DeMond, for that. Before we get out of here, I did want to go over a couple texts that we got on our don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R, and I know we haven't had as much interaction uh, with you as we normally do, uh, but we have been very busy with great guests today from Rob Demosky. Joe DeLeon, Mark McMillan, and Chef Alex, Ryan Fowler, Paloma Villacana. I mean, we've been locked and loaded today, so uh, I think it was a really great show. I do appreciate all the feedback that we did receive, so let me go ahead and hit up a couple texts real quick. Mark in Jersey said the plan for 2023, Rogers under center for 23, draft hooker, late first, early second, then go heavy on defense. That's from Mark in Jersey. I like that idea. Mailman Raider, hoping for next year's draft isn't promised. Would four wins be enough for that number one pick? And if we don't do what happened last time, the Raiders picked for number one. Not trying to compare he who shall not be named with those guys, but it's reality. My dream scenario is Lamar and the Ravens don't figure it out, and we snipe Lamar to the silver and black. That's from Mailman Raider. That's always a possibility, but that's a really, really steep ask and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, draft capital that you got to give up for Lamar Jackson. And then, oh, by the way, Got to pay him a whole lot of money as well. Jim from Yonkers hit us up and said, they might as well as get Aaron Carter, LOL. I can't believe what I just heard out of our GM's mouth. Baker would be okay. Thank you for a great show. That's Jim from Yonkers. Obviously, he's not uh, 100% on board with what Dave Ziegler is saying. Obviously, Dave Ziegler is not going to come out and roll out the plan in the media. Not with Will Compton, not with Taylor Lewan, not with us. I mean, he's not going to give us the the plan. We're going to have to see how it all shakes out. And remember, if you don't have faith in Dave Ziegler, Remember last year, none of us knew that Devontae Adams was going to be a Raider. 
None of us knew that Chandler Jones was on the radar. None of us knew a lot of the moves that they were planning on making that they eventually went ahead and made. So uh, he does a lot of things in stealth mode where he's really flying under the radar and, and not really showing his hands. And we don't really ever get a bunch of leaks out of the organization like we used to. We don't really know what's going on like that. So that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, one more text. Vegas Pete said, regarding XFL to survive, they need to become a minor league to NFL. Garbers could play for the Vipers and get experience since it's unlikely they'll have star players. So being affiliated with the NFL keeps them afloat. Otherwise, I give it two years. And Vegas Pete, thanks for that text. And that's always the thing when it comes to these startup leagues, XFL, USFL, AFF, all those different leagues, man. I mean, you've got to be able to have sustainability. And we've always said what you said, that there needs to be like a minor league system for the NFL. Uh, it doesn't seem like that that's what it's going to be. Uh, but they did say that there's opportunity for these guys to go from the XFL to the NFL if they draw attention. And the D.C. Defenders are a team that picked up a victory last week. That's who's coming to town this week. DeMond will be on the call for that. And they've got some good players. They've got uh, some really good players. So you just got to kind of look out for that, and maybe they'll get someone's attention. But every time you get an opportunity to be on the grass is an opportunity that somebody can see you. So uh, something to pay attention to when it comes to that. Again, the XFL will be aired right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So fantastic show. We definitely appreciate all the feedback. We definitely appreciate all the guests that we had on the show today. And DeMond's busy getting a winner right now for the hookup for the Mountain West Conference game, the tournament, two tickets, plus getting you in to win the prize pack worth over $1,500, which is VIP prize pack. Get you tickets to all the games during the tournament, food, drinks, and a whole lot more. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time, 2 to 5 p.m. Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. The Coach Kevin Kruger Coaches Show is next.